1: FM talk
2: on demand audio on the phone with us this morning on Wiggins America Scott Angel. He's the longest serving director of the U.S. Bureau of Safety and Environmental Enforcement he's the founder of USA Energy Workers and he is the former lieutenant governor of Louisiana that is not all of your resume but that's just some of it that's one of the reasons I like having you on Scott
0: well, you know, Ryan, it's a it's a, it's a it's a great pleasure to have served the people of Louisiana, people of America. It's an honor when you get to serve, and we have a duty to to make sure that we pass some of that knowledge along. So thank you for inviting me. It's, it's good to be talking to folks in the great city of St. Louis.
2: And thank you for being at the ready, because I sent you a text this morning, because I've been seeing this headline pop up every now and then. it's not getting a ton of attention, but uh, the headline was, this is from the Hill, the Biden administration cancels oil and gas lease sales in Alaska and the Gulf of Mexico. Now, the Gulf of Mexico is an area that I know you know very well, being from Louisiana, so I thought, gosh, who would know about this better than you? Have you seen this news? Yeah, I sure have. And it's very unfortunate because about 16% of the oil
0: that we produce in America comes from the Gulf of Mexico. It is by far the largest producer of of offshore uh, crude oil file country. And it's so inconsistent what's happening right now. You know, we're we, we're seeing this incredible pain at the pump. Number one thing driving Americans right now absolutely crazy is the price of energy, which is causing is is an inflationary item, causing inflation, causing things to go up all across the board. And then we 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 take away away the publicly owned properties that all of us as citizens have. We take the Gulf of Mexico out of The portfolio and it makes no sense because they're doing it in the name of the environment Ryan. but let me just say let me just say they're doing it in the name of climate change it's absolutely important that everybody understand this and don't take my word for it let's take the 2016 report that came out of the obama biden administration that concluded in 2016 that if we were not to have regularly scheduled gulf of mexico lease sales carbon emissions would go up because we would have to rely on foreign countries that often have higher emissions than we have here in America. So in the name of the environment, we're saying no to Gulf of Mexico lease sales, yet the Obama-Biden administration concluded in a 2016 report that not having it is worse than the environment than having it. And you, you listeners need to know that about 73% of the oil that we import into America right now has a higher carbon intensity per barrel than Gulf of Mexico production. Mm-hmm. So relying, it's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So relying on OPEC, relying on OPEC instead of the USA Energy Worker, you know, asking OPEC to do what we won't do ourselves is it, an insult. It's an insult to people who sound like me. It's a people. It's, it's an insult to, to the consumer. It's absolutely ridiculous. I, I would like to sum up that, that with this administration, with the White House looks to the USA Energy Industry, Rather than looking at us as a duty call, they're they looking to the industry as a booty call. In other words, and it, it's clear, in other words, vilify, 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 and then all of a sudden when prices get so high, they've now said to the American producer, we, might, we need you to produce more, we need you to produce more. That's a booty call. We need more than than, than a flash in the pan. We need leadership that recognizes that domestic production – drives this economy we've had six recessions from 1973 to 2019 each one of those have been preceded by a spike in energy prices we say to europe we say that we're going to help you with regards to natural gas we're going to displace russia as your producer and then we take the gulf of mexico out of the equation by canceling these sales, I can't figure this out.
2: Yeah, Scott. I mean, that's I. I almost think that you're you're giving them almost too much credit for giving them a booty call. You know, the booty call it, that would be that they would be calling these oil producers when they they need it, which is right now. You know, we are at historic high gas prices right now as we're talking, and yet that headline I just read to you is that they're canceling oil and gas lease sales in Alaska and the Gulf of Mexico. I I mean, you're the, the former lieutenant governor of, of Louisiana, among other things, the founder of USA Energy Workers. That alone seems so backwards that it almost seems like they're trying to tank the market for some illicit purpose.
0: Yeah, we have to begin to think there's something nefarious at play here. And when I talked about the booty call, I'm talking about the booty call when uh, perhaps about sixty days ago, the Secretary of Energy came out and said, "We're going to ask producers to give us more." Well, that was sixty days ago. Well, today the news is we can't sell lease sales. So it's very, it's very, very inconsistent. And I'm not being personal about it. I'm just being very, very factual about it and and it's unfortunate and you know when you go back and you look at the beginning of this administration one of the first things they did seven days after taking the oath of office was paused uh public lands and public water lease sales uh, and he t- said he would take it on their advisement. And we begin to see the price start moving, the price of gasoline start moving. Every American family struggling with that, every American business struggling with that. And then soon thereafter, Ryan, right, we went from no, we said, oh no. And then by the summer of 2021, maybe early fall of 2021, the White House began to call on OPEC said, okay, well, look, we're not going to allow our American producers and our American workers to do it, but we're going to ask OPEC to do it. Now, again, it makes no sense to me. We got one Earth. We got one atmosphere. The molecules are the molecules. Global warming is global warming. Whether you're producing the barrel over there or you're producing it over here, the statistics say that we do it better. So mm-hmm. we have less carbon intensity in the Gulf of Mexico. So we can't figure that out. And so, and then, by, you know, when you take a look at at, at the policy again, we, we the way we say it is, we went from oh no, to OPEC, and by October we were at oh shoot, and <laughs> they they say shoot a little differently where I'm from, uh, but but it, I mean, look, the number one issue when you take a look at what Americans are polling right now, it's not COVID, you know, mm-hmm. it's not Afghanistan, it's not Ukraine. The number one issue Americans absolutely having tough conversations in their homes or inflation driven by energy prices that are a function of a supply problem that gets this- yeah. The this, this, this administration just keeps vilifying
2: the producer, right? Yeah, and Scott, we talked earlier this hour to a guy named Trent Luce. He's a food consumer advocate, and he, he kind of is an intermediate between ranchers and farmers and government and consumers. And he said the exact same thing you just said. He said the problem isn't that we don't have supply. He said, no, no, we do have a problem with workers. We do need workers. But what's driving everything across the board, food shortages, everything like that, prices is energy, it all starts with energy and the whole market is affected by it no matter which market you're in, everything goes up when energy goes up because you can't get things from point A to point B. So let me ask and you this, yeah, go yeah, ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. no, and,
0: and you're saying exactly
2: right. I mean,
0: again, it's not like this is the first time, right? We've, yeah. had, six reset. We've had six recessions right. from 1973 to 2019, they all been preceded by a spike in energy prices, two in a row, three in a row, four in a row, five in a row, six in a row, they call that a trend, right? I mean, really. I mean, you know, I I wasn't the smartest guy in my high school, but I could even figure this one out.
2: Well, so the Biden administration is going to deplete the oil reserves. Is that going to do anything to prices?
0: Well, look, what they'll do is they'll they will they will take the strategic uh, petroleum reserve, which was meant for more of a wartime kind of kind of issue. Yeah. And they're going to, you know, take take those barrels out. Why take those barrels out that have already been produced? Why not just produce more? I mean, it makes no sense at all. We could create more jobs. We could help lower the pain at the pump. And the other thing that you and I talked about before, and this was sometimes maybe uh, earlier this year, I warned that coming to a zip code near you was going to be higher utility bills because the natural gas, which in this state, about 45% of the electricity that's generated in this state, is, uh, is produced from natural gas as the feedstock. And, you know, look, we, we go to the gas pump you know, once a week, twice a week, depending on how much we drive. So we kind of see the bump up. We experience it a little bit at a time. Well, we only get our utility bills once a month. And i I warn you listeners then there was going to be some shock that was coming to a zip code near them. And sure enough, when we got into February and March, there was sticker shock. We got senior citizens right now, Ryan, in Missouri. We got senior citizens in Missouri right now that are having to make a choice between paying the utility bill or paying the prescription drugs. It's absolutely terrible. It's an unforced error. Look, if we didn't have it here, if we didn't have it, I'd say, well, you know, we are struggling. we don't have the resource here. The good Lord has blessed us with this resource. It's not that we don't have it. It's just that we have policies that are not incentivizing people to go get it. And then we got the white house vilifying people. And then when the price gets too high, they start making a booty call to say, hey, we need you to come in and take care of us. It's just it's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And then again, you know, our friends in, in Europe, 40. Do you understand that 40 percent of the natural gas that serves Europe comes from Russia? They've made a decision. They've made brave, brave decisions to say, you know what? No more. We as a European Union are going to count on Russia for our natural gas. Wow, that's a really brave statement. So they going to need other parts of the world to give it to them because they're not blessed with it as, as much as we are. But then as soon as the ink is dry on that statement – we canceling lease sales in an area that is known to be loaded with natural gas. Yeah. Again, it's, hard to, it's yeah. hard to figure out.
2: Scott, it it's it's it could bring all it could bring a lot of ease to our pain here domestically, and it would pump money, like you say, when we sell all this stuff, it'd pump a whole bunch of money in the US economy. There is no downside to any of this. It is unfathomable. And I almost I almost am glad to hear you say that it doesn't make any sense to you either. Because I'm looking around at the world going, somebody somewhere, some energy expert like Scott Angel, they're going to know why this is happening. But you're saying the same thing. It just doesn't make any sense. The
0: Gulf of Mexico has the lowest carbon intensity production per barrel in all of America, and the second lowest on the planet. And seventy-four percent of the oil that we import into America comes from a, a, a source that has a higher carbon High, yeah. intensity. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so if you're doing it for the environment, it doesn't it, make sense. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So you're doing it for you're doing it for another reason. Yeah. And that other reason now is showing up at every zip code in America. It's showing up at the gas pump. It's showing up at the, at the natural gas meter. It's showing up in utility bills. It's showing up in the worry. It's showing up in the price of food. Fertilizer's going out of control for the farmers. Farmers are going to struggle to make a living. farmers all across this country who feed us and have done an amazing job. They're going to be really, really stretched. Families are struggling. This is ridiculous. And what we do is we tap the, the, the strategic petroleum reserve. I do know that somebody at the White House gets up to do two things every day, and it's not to check on Russia and check on China. It's to check on the price of milk and it's to check on the price of gas because it affects every American and every family. And it's not too late for a course correction. So for those who are paying attention, we need to make certain that we look inward. Let's, let's unleash the spirit of the USA energy worker. Let's unleash that domestic worker That worker who gets up every day and has woken up every day to go out, put on his hard hat, put on his steel toe boots, kiss families goodbye, and set out to do the hard work to energize this great economy. There are going to be significant issues. You may be looking at some brownouts or some blackouts in America uh, this summer. Uh, And it's unfortunate. The Wall Street Journal said it's a supply-side problem not a demand side. We can fix it. We have the resource. The good Lord's bless us. We need the leadership to make it happen.
2: Scott Angel, appreciate your expertise. Appreciate your time. You are the former Lieutenant Governor of Louisiana and you are the founder of USA Energy Workers. So you have the insight. Appreciate your time. Missouri over Moscow all day, every day, Monday through Sunday. (laughs) We'll take it. Thanks, man. You know, he's making points that need to be made. And uh, he, when he says it, you're like, well, of course, you know, th- these are things that, that what I like about Scott is that he tries really hard to be nonpartisan. But at this point, I mean, you just heard him. We're talking for 15 minutes. He doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know how to give somebody the benefit of the doubt when they're just shooting their own legs off. It's so stupid and it affects everything and everybody. I cannot believe that the President of the United States, in the midst of record high gas prices, highest in the nation's history, affecting everything, including his own poll numbers, has decided to cancel leases in the Gulf of Mexico and Alaska. And I'm talking about not just like a couple leases. We're talking about leases, like cancel leases in the Gulf of Mexico and Alaska. Two huge oil production companies, or company areas for the country I, I don't get it and neither does scott and it's good to hear that he doesn't because it doesn't make any sense well, it's sad um but i guess that's we got to keep talking about it otherwise they just get away with it thanks for being here this morning more weekends america right around the corner
1: get more at 971 talk.com